Welcome back, everybody, on to another week of the Improvement Imminent Podcast. We're walking through Monday through Thursday right now. We don't know yet what we'll be doing Friday because the Open does not get announced until Thursday evening. So make sure that you check in at games.crossfit.com on Thursday at 8 p.m. to watch the live Open announcement and find out what's in store for you on Friday. We will be posting on Friday morning a podcast where we review that open workout and give you our advice on how to approach it. So here's the week, and then be sure to stop back in Friday morning to catch the rest. Monday, our workout is going to be three-minute AMRAP, calorie ski, or row. You are then going to rest two minutes, and we're going to go into a benchmark wad for time. This benchmark wad is Annie. For those of you who don't know Annie, it is 50, 40, 30, 20, and 10, double unders, and ab mat sit-ups. The scale will be times two single unders. So it'll be 100, 80, 60, 40, and then 20. Um, So Annie is a a pretty nasty one. It's fast. Oh, you forgot one piece. Once you finish Annie, you got another two-minute rest, and then you're back for three-minute AMRAP again of either calories on the rower or the ski erg. That's right. All right, on to Annie. Um, so for Annie, uh, it's it's fast. You guys are moving back and forth real quick between the double unders and the ab mat sit-ups. This is one where you don't need chalk. Um, there's no rest. You're just moving back and forth quickly, picking back up that rope, sitting right back down on the ab mat, starting those sit-ups. Um, for Annie, I think most of the time, for the most part, for most people, is made in the ab mat sit-ups. Um, the double unders or single unders tend to be pretty consistent time-wise. It's the ab mat sit-ups where you really start to burn out and you start to hit that wall where your abs are just on fire um, and you're trying to get yourself all the way up. I'd say on the ab mat sit-ups, it's going to be important in this workout that number one, you touch your hands behind your head and you actually lay your shoulders back on the ground. And when you sit up, don't just touch your feet, but make sure your shoulders are through your hips. So make sure you are sitting all the way up. This is one of the workouts where it can be kind of easy to get lost in the speed of it and then start reaching for the feet and just touching and laying back down. Um, but we do want to make sure that we're sitting all the way up in this one to get all the way through. Yeah, you do yourself a disservice if you don't operate in full range of motion because when that full range of motion becomes a necessity, which it, it always ends up happening, then all of a sudden the thing you're missing is just the thing that you never pursued. So make sure that you're putting that full range of motion into action. With the skier row at the beginning and end, um, you get to kind of pick your poison. Do you want to ski first or do you want to row first? If you row before going into uh, double unders and ab mat sit-ups, it's probably not going to take too much out of your, uh, your abdominal muscles, whereas skiing is a little bit more taxing on the abdominal muscles. Um, really, you have the option to do what you want at the tail end of it as well, uh, but I would recommend doing the other movement. If you skied in the start, I would probably row in the finish. Yeah. Um, I would say I would say ski in the finish. Um, that's what that'd be my advice. Although Annie is gonna take it out of you on the ski, and you're gonna feel a little more shot up when you're on that ski. Uh, I'd say there's just a big difference in time. Annie is a workout that's taking six to what ten minutes at most, hopefully. Yeah, and the ski is only gonna be three minutes. Um, so taking that ski really hard in the beginning makes Annie probably take quite a bit longer um, rather than doing it at the end. I 
will not have the uh, the luxury to let people do whatever they want with this one uh, because I only have two skiers up at CLE. So we'll be operating a little differently. You'll probably kind of be assigned where you're starting, and we'll probably have to go a little bit in waves to make it happen. Awesome. Um, following that, we do have a post-wad. The post-wad is going to be a dumbbell bench press. You guys are going to have... Um, four rounds, and you guys are doing it four reps, so trying to get as many reps as possible in these four rounds. A round is going to be one minute of work for max reps on the bench press, and then two minutes of rest. Um, it's written this way because we're going to cycle people in and out. You're going to do your one minute of work, and then you're going to hop off the bench. Someone else is going to come sit down, and they're going to do their one minute of work while you are resting. Uh, and we're going to cycle through this that way. Um, make sure that you guys are using a weight that you can move for an entire minute. What we don't want to see is we want to see you pick too much weight um, where you can't move for the minute. It is a minute for reps. So once again, speed can sometimes cause issues in full range of motion in quality. Make sure that you guys are still locking out at the very top and make sure you guys are still getting all the way back down to the bottom position. Um, it is going to be a little different. We don't do dumbbell press, uh, dumbbell bench press super often. It does require a lot of stability, especially when you're moving quickly. So make sure that you guys are pressing those dumbbells up and over and make sure they're not falling out to the side of yourself um, at, when you're at the top. Tuesday, we are going to start off with some skill work. We're going to play around with muscle-ups, do some skills and drills, try to help you guys uh, to close the understanding and connection gap to be able to get yourself on top of rings. And if you've already got muscle-ups, it'll just be a chance for you to get a little bit stronger at them, especially the strict side of the movement, um, trying to build and control that range of motion and the strength needed to operate through it. After that, our workout's going to be two rounds for time, 25 sumo deadlift high pulls with 95 pounds for guys and 65 for gals, right into 50 box hops on a 24-inch for guys and 20-inch box for the ladies. And then finally, 25 shoulders to overhead, same barbell weight that we used for the sumo deadlift high pull. So two quick rounds of this. Um, we, we don't want this to be a crazy long workout. The weight is meant to be on the not-so-heavy end so that people can cycle through a lot of those sumo deadlift high pulls and a lot of those push presses or push jerks, whatever you choose, for your shoulder to overhead. You should be doing big blocks of work with small breaks between them. On that workout, um, make sure that as you guys are doing those box hops, that's your chance to let your shoulders rest. The pool and the press are going to be nasty backed up against each other. So the box hops, that's your one chance. Make sure you let your shoulders rest because when you get back to that barbell, um, like Phil said, we're trying to go in a set that is touch and go or we're trying to cycle that weight. Um, following that, Wednesday, our strength 20 minutes to establish a one rep max power snatch. It's been a little while since we've done a one rep max power snatch, I believe. The last time we did a snatch. We just did a snatch. Was maybe two weeks ago. Was, and was it, it was before we did Jackie. Um, two weeks ago, yeah. yeah. Two Mondays back. So make sure that in this 20 minutes, like we always say, use all 20 minutes. Do not jump weight extremely heavy at the beginning. Use the lightweight to focus on technique, especially on this one. Focus on speed. You guys need to be fast under that barbell, so explosive from the pool. Mm -hmm. um, and lastly, make sure that you guys are not jumping outside of a squat stance. I know when you get heavy weight on, sometimes the tendency can be to do the starfish, I think it's called. But keep the feet in a squat stance or 
or closer. Um, because if we're going outside of a squat stance, we're just losing the applicability. And if we miss the weight and it drives us down to the bottom squat, it ends up being dangerous. Um, you mean when the feet go too wide? Yeah. Because a, a, a properly done power snatch will eventually result in a snatch, right? If, yep. if the weight gets too heavy. Yep. So, so yeah, try to preserve that. When it gets really heavy, things get a little sloppy, right? Our, our, our best reps are typically not our heaviest ones. True. Um, but like you said, you've got, you've got 20 minutes. Well, 16 of those minutes should be about being a better lifter. And then four of those minutes are about, okay, what can I get overhead today? Yep. So make sure that you use your time well and that you, you, have, you have focus, right? We can't, we can't improve on these things unless we're cognizant of how we're doing them currently so that we can do them better tomorrow. Yep. And I think a big thing on that, one thing that helped me was when I'm doing my one or max lifts and we have 20 minutes, if I miss a lift or if I even hit the lift but it's sloppy and I know it's sloppy, I did something wrong, I'll come back, I'll redo that same lift, and I'll do it until I hit it properly the way that I would expect to hit my new PR. Um, and that really just helps me build in and set in the pattern that I want to use when I get that heavy weight overhead. Following that strength, our workout is four time but with a 15 minute cap. It is 15, 12, 9, and then 12 and 15. Front squats, 135 for guys, 95 for gals, bar facing burpees, and pull ups. Um, this workout is a little bit reminiscent of uh, Fran. So here's how it's going to work it is written in a 21 or a 15, 12, 9 format so that the front squats can be done unbroken. Uh, we want to see the front squats done unbroken. It is going to be a little bit of a test. Your legs are 100% going to burn, but you guys can hold on to that barbell. Following that, the bar facing burpees, it's not a massive set at any given point in time. Um, sure, it's going to take time, but just be consistent on that. If you guys remember, we did the workout that's the power cleans and bar facing burpees, and you guys kind of got an idea of how long it takes to do 10 to 15 bar facing burpees. Um, you end up not doing very many when you're tired in a minute. You end up doing maybe 8 to 12. So make sure that when we start this workout, the 15 bar facing burpees are not getting done in, in 45 seconds. Um, you're just going to torch yourself, and you're going to have nothing on the back end of the workout. I'd say when you get to the end of it, yeah, push it. Push yeah. it real hard. Pace it in, push it out. Yep. Um, and then lastly, pull-ups. Once again, this structure is written in a little bit smaller chunks. So you guys could keep the pull-ups done unbroken. I would say it's not a terrible idea if you have to break up the 15s on each end. Um, but when we get to the middle, try to hold on to that. Try to hold on to the 9 for sure. I would say try to hold on to the 12s. Um, I'd like to see it all done unbroken. But if we were going to break anywhere, I'd say break in the beginning. Um, because as Phil said, when you're on your way out, that 12 and that 15 on the way out, that's just your time to hold on, push yourself, um, and see if you guys can get through that real quick. 15-minute time cap, definitely doable. Um, it, it will sneak up on some people. I think you'll be surprised at how long it does take to get through the 15, 12, 9, and 12. Um, but 15-minute time cap is doable. Yep, just stay quick on your transitions. Finally, Thursday, we are doing our active recovery style of work because Friday will present a new open workout for us, and we don't know what that is yet. So this Thursday, we are going to do five rounds with one minute at each of these stations and then a two-minute rest when we've completed a round. So you're going to start with one-minute biking calories. Then you're going to move on into one minute of double-unders. Then on into one minute of a heavy Russian kettlebell swing. 
And then finally, your last minute is going to be spent doing GHC sit-ups or V-ups, or if you wanted to, you could go for a ski erg. Okay? Um, as we've been doing and will continue to do, this is kind of uh, optional effort level day. Right? If you are super concerned about the open that's coming out for the next day, then take this easier. Right? Don't put as much aggression into your effort and just get sweaty and get loose and then stretch after and then feel better the next day. If you aren't as concerned about the open, then put some heart into this. Um, this is not a workout that's easy if you choose to go hard on it. Right? You've got four minutes of work where you can push a lot of reps out and then you're going to get a two-minute break. Um, so you could look at it like repeating, I don't know, a 1K row. You do a 1K row, you take a two-minute break, you do it on repeat. That's freaking hard if you put the hard effort into the 1K row. Well, that's about the time frame that we have here. So be smart with what you're doing, depending on what you want to get out of it and what the next day looks like for you. Um, get sweaty, move well. Uh, something to keep in mind. As we did those banded Russian kettlebell swings uh, just uh, this week, right? Well, this week being last week when you guys are hearing this. Yep. But those Russian kettlebell swings, whether they're banded or heavy or whatever, you don't have to pull it up with your shoulders or your arms at all. Really, we're not guiding that kettlebell all that high. So you should put a huge emphasis on the power production coming out of the glutes and driving the hips forward into the kettlebell. Um, this, is, this is a swing that can be done deliberately better uh, by everybody myself included. I, I definitely improved my kettlebell swing the other day doing those band-resisted Russian swings because of how I thought about doing the movement and how I thought about engaging my backside to drive that kettlebell through range. So I encourage you guys to do the same. Um, I haven't prescribed a weight on that kettlebell. Just saying go heavy, heavy-ish, right? Don't hurt your backs. Please be safe about it. But because it's a Russian swing, it's not going that high. We can probably move a pretty significant weight if we use those big, strong butt muscles to do it. Yep. Um, and like you said, we learned when we had the band. Uh, it's not about the arm pull. It's not at all about the arm pull. Uh, and the band really teaches you that because when you try to arm pull, it just it's a losing battle. The higher you get, the harder it gets. So make sure that on these Russian kettlebell swings, you guys, um, you guys are trying to, you taught me once, relax your arms. Hold on to it, but they're just a string, right? It's just holding onto the kettlebell so that it doesn't fly away. As, uh, as Jeff Maritone might say, bang, there yeah. it is. Yeah, that's Bang, right. there it is. Yep. Yeah. What a good coach. He I, is. Uh, I learned a lot from him. I'd say also, on this workout, um, if, you, if you don't know, it, it does kind of look like the open workout. There's going to be some legs involved in the bikes. There's the double unders. We have the Russian kettlebell swings, which is kind of like a clean um, and then we have GHC setups. So it's a good workout to go after because the likelihood that movements similar to these are coming in the next open workout is just slim. Um, I'd say we're, we're definitely, well, the time is waning before we see a burpee. Yep. And, uh, and that's, that's uh, one reason why there's no burpees this Thursday. Because yep. it's becoming ever more uh, likely that they will show up in the next squad. So be sure to check games.crossfit.com. Thursday night at 8 p.m. They will be doing the live open announcement where you'll get to see what 19.3 is, and thus you'll know what we're doing on Friday. Yep, and Friday morning we will be podcasting and releasing um, what 19.3 is. We'll say it also, and we'll just break it down a little bit, uh, our strategy, our game plan for it, um, and try to help you guys, give you guys some more information. 
Uh, and we'll go over Saturday that day as well. So we'll go over the Saturday workout also Friday morning. So be sure to stop back in Friday to catch all that. We will see you guys in the gyms.